Hello and welcome to Tash Talks, the podcast. Get ready to boss up and slay the game with the ultimate platform for fierce female entrepreneurs like you. My intention for this podcast is to arm you with the most powerful tips, cutting edge tools and transformative teachings that will activate your next level. The go-to destination for unmissable and unfiltered badass conversations. I'm your host, Natasha Clark, mindset and business coach and founder of the Soul Strategy Method, helping you to unlock the power of your unconscious mind while mastering strategies to build a profitable and pleasurable business. We are here here to redefine success one one boss boss move move at a time. Hello, badass, and welcome back to another episode of the Tash Talks podcast. I've literally just made myself a very milky tea. I mean, I think if you were to see it, you'd be like, that looks disgusting, but it's gorgeous. So if you hear that, (laughs) that's just me sipping my cup of tea as I record this podcast for you. As it's a juicy one, and I didn't want to wait until I finished the cup of tea before I recorded it. (laughs) I'm kind of just going all in. Um, I want to talk about change. Okay, and I want to talk about the process of change and the process of learning a new skill, forming a new habit. Okay, did you know that we are four levels of learning? Did you? Slide into my DMs, tell me. I do think this is going to change the game for you when it comes to you learning. And I tell you why, because we can struggle with this, can't we? When we learning a new skill, forming a new habit, it can be frustrating. It can feel really challenging. And and listen, when I kind of share these four stages with you, and I'm going to share with you some examples that relate to business and non-business, but one thing that comes up for me, and when I learned this, I was like, ah, this makes perfect sense, is I'm a badass at a lot of things, but there are some things that I am not a freaking badass at. And there are some things that I find more challenging than others. And one of those things is learning Spanish. And I don't want to make this a a story, a narrative that I keep holding on to, but I'm talking about this and sharing this with you with no attachment to it, okay? Completely detached. But learning Spanish is challenging for me. And my husband, Michael's half Spanish and his Spanish is honestly, is just incredible. We have this running joke that every time we go to Spain, how long does it take before someone will say in Spanish, (laughs) your Spanish is excellent, like, kind of like how like you look English and your Spanish is literally like his accent as if he is like living in Spain like literally Spanish even though I know he's half Spanish but you know what I mean and then we both laugh at each other and he says oh my mom's from um the the north of Spain the conversation goes on so his Spanish is incredible so that you would think would make things easier in fact it's actually was a barrier because I was like he's so so good I'm just gonna kind of let him roll with this (laughs) where when I go on holiday with my like my girlfriends and my family especially if I've had a sangria or a rioca then I'm all in my Spanish is like (laughs) as if I'm Spanish and that comes with confidence but that's a whole different podcast but once I learn these four stages of learning this and recruiting a new skill uh, forming a new habit it changed the game for me and I want it to do the same for you So let's dive in as she goes for another sip of her cup of tea. (laughs) Number one, stage one is unconscious incompetence. 
Okay, these stages are going to be really easy for me to say. <laughs> now, at this stage, you're unaware of the lack of skill in that particular area. Okay, so for example, this could be when you started your entrepreneurial journey. You didn't realize that you lacked certain essential skills or knowledge. You might be aware of the gaps in your business and the areas of what actually needed improvement. Like I remember when I started many, many moons ago now, six years ago, I started my coaching qualification. I had no idea I needed to learn how to run a business. Like I didn't even know they were going to be two separate things. I kind of felt that getting this coaching a qualification, like that's it. That's all I needed. I was just focusing on becoming a coach. Uh-uh. So stage two is conscious incompetence. And at this stage, this is when you become aware of the lack of skill or knowledge. This is you recognizing that you needed a particular skill or expertise to run a business effectively. It's like the pivotal moment when you acknowledge your limitations and you identify the areas in actually what you need to grow. So when I finished my coaching qualification and when I went into the big wide online world, I soon realized <laughs> it was like a smack in the face that I had no idea how to run a coaching business. I had no idea what an algorithm was, like a funnel. What are you actually talking about? A funnel, an email list, Facebook ads, what? Oh my goodness, no. So at this stage, stage two, the conscious incompetence, I realized, ah, there's a lot I need to learn and I have no idea. So that's when I signed up to work with my first coach inside a group program so I could learn all of this, okay? Stage three. Conscious competence. Now, at this stage, you've acquired the necessary skill and acknowledgement that it needs, and you're consciously thinking and practicing to perform that skill successfully. So this could mean actively learning, actively practicing, applying that new acquired business skill. You know, it may involve carefully planning and executing the business strategy stage by stage, step by step. So when I learned about Facebook ads, funnels and launching I had to practice it just because we learn something doesn't mean that's it oh brilliant I can go and teach about this I can no you've got to actually execute it so I had to keep practicing and practicing and practicing because of course it didn't come naturally there was so much to think about and so much to get right so every time I was doing something I would literally go back to my kind of all my notes and all my journals and go, right, okay, stage one, I've got to do this. I've got to create an email list. Stage two, this is what I talk about in the launch. Stage three, this is what I do here. So I was literally consciously aware of everything I needed to be, everything I needed to do, everything I needed to execute. And it was the same even working on my mindset, shifting my beliefs. I was consciously aware all of the time consciously aware of all the tools that I needed to be using at which particular time, which particular point, which exercise I needed to be doing. You know, I was in this stage of the conscious competence, okay? And listen, you may be in this stage for a good while. There is no time scale. There isn't no, okay, so I'm going to be in the stage three, the conscious competence for three weeks, and then I move into this. No, you might be in this a week. You might be in this six months. You might be in this a year. It depends on the skill, it depends on the habit, it depends on you, your mindset, 
the accountability, the help that you have got, if you've got a coach and a mentor, like it's, it's all variable, right? So with this, this is kind of, I feel, if I'm being honest, the hardest stage. Well, it is. It is the hardest stage. Once you've acknowledged and accepted that you need help and you go and get the help, then this is the hardest stage because it isn't magic. Okay, so you've got to consciously be aware. Oh, I've got a limiting belief. Oh, what was that thought? Oh, what was I thinking there? What's that? Let me shift that. Let me journal about that. Let me exercise this. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let you, you know, it's work. Then once you've done this work in stage three, brings us to stage four, which is the unconscious competence. This is when you it, it's happening habitually. This is the final stage. And this is when you mastered the skill to a point where it becomes second nature and you can perform it without any conscious effort. So you think about when you've honed in on your entrepreneurial skills and you've honed in so much to the extent that you can just literally run your business effectively and efficiently without constantly thinking about each next step. Okay, you're operating from a level of our confidence and expertise. So I can create funnels now with my eyes closed. I can launch like a boss, right? I even sell a course, literally how to teach you how to launch like a boss because I've mastered it. I've been in the number three, the conscious competence for so long, testing different ads, different, different launch strategies, teaching different things at different points and testing this and testing that so that you don't have to. And I've now feel like I've mastered a sole strategy, strategies that I teach within this course because I'm now at that unconscious competence stage. Even with my mindset, I now feel that I've mastered the skills of subconsciously shifting. It's what I teach in Conscious Coach. So when those beliefs and triggers come up, I know how to deal with them. I know how to deal with them without consciously having to think step by step, oh, I need to do this, then I need to do this, and then I need to get this exercise, and then this activation. Like it just happens. And that's because I've spent so long in the third stage. And can I just say, when I, when it comes to something like mindset, it's very, very different to something like social media. Once you've kind of mastered how to build out a funnel, you know how to build out a funnel. Whereas I feel like when it comes to mindset, it's it's a journey that you are committing to. It's an never-ending development. That's how I feel in like the best possible way ever. Like I don't see when you marry the man of your woman of your dreams, you don't go, oh my goodness, my life's over. You go, oh my goodness, I get to love like the way I think. I get to love the one man every single day in very different ways all of the time. Like, that's how I see it. So I see it as a, the commitment is fun. It's got a good energy. It's pleasurable rather than <clears throat> pressure. So the same with my mindset. That's why I always are working with my coach, my mentor, so that I have that support and accountability because I know as a coach myself, the importance of just how valuable this support and accountability is. So of course, I'm going to do this myself. And I'm always glittering between stage three and stage four, there's always something new to learn when it comes to um, certain elements of my mindset. So before I learned about RRT, you know, I felt that I'd mastered, you know, the foundations of mindset for sure. Okay. That I wasn't being, um, having experiencing the same things over and over again, like the new, new things were coming up. Then with everything that I went through in 2022, that's a whole different podcast. If you're a subconscious coach, you know, and 
with everything that I experienced in 2022 opened my eyes up then to a new modality of RRT. So then I went back to through the whole stages again. One, never even knew RRT was. Then number two, I realized and understood it and was like, oh my goodness, I need this. I want this. I desire this. Number three, practicing it, testing it, experimenting with it, with myself, with my clients. And then number four, like mastering it, like so many of this now I do literally unconsciously. Okay. And these four stages of learning work for anything and everything. Let's take, for example, let's say driving a car. Okay. Stage one, that unconscious and incompetent, uh, easy for me to say, <laughs> unconscious incompetence. So when I, I told you I was, it was going to be easy to say over and over again, um, when I was, you know, 16, I was unaware of like cars. They just weren't a thing for me. I was so busy just living my best life, dancing, acting, singing and loving school that I wasn't even thinking about cars and or nor did I have that desire. You know, that's some I see so many children, especially for someone I think about my godson. You know, when he was he was talking about cars when he was like 13. I can't wait till I can learn to drive. You know, I'm going to do my tests. I'm going to do this. I can't wait till I'm 16, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't like that. So I was in the, the first stage. Then I got into the second stage, which is the conscious incompetence. So at 17, I knew, oh, I knew I needed to learn to drive. The, the whole driving scene really opened up to me where I was like, oh, I want to be able to drive. I want to have my own freedom. I want to buy my own car. So then I knew, okay, I'm conscious now of what I actually want and what I don't have right now. So then I need to, you know, take some lessons. Stage three. Conscious competence, taking the lessons, focusing so freaking hard on the skill. Feed the wheel. I mean, who feeds the wheel these freaking days, right? But when you are learning and you're consciously, you know, in that competence stage, you're feeding that wheel. You're triple checking all the mirrors, right? You're learning the theory. You're like you're 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 learning this new skill. So you're going over and over and over the same thing over and over again. I can't remember how many three pot turns I've done. I can't remember how many times I checked my mirrors. Right? We do, don't we? We're in that stage, and then it leads you to stage four, which is the unconscious competence. Now, I drive my car like a safe badass. Like I don't even think about have I checked my mirror. Like I've already checked my mirror. Three probably times without me even consciously having to go check your mirror, Natasha, check that mirror, check the side mirror, check that. Like I don't have to do that anymore because I'm now in stage four. So as you can see, this works for everything. You know, I could go through all of these examples all over again of being a mum. I could go through all of these examples again of being single after 10 years in two different relationships. Like you can go through this all, it, it, it applies to everything and anything. And applying this model, as a female entrepreneur, this highlights the importance of self-awareness. Like That's key. If you're able to go through this model and go, yep, that's where I am. That's, that's self-awareness, which is incredible. Your self-awareness around continuous learning and the practice that's required within this journey. Okay. Recognizing where you lack competence and actively working to acquire and refine your skills. These are crucial steps in being an entrepreneur. Let's be fair. You know, and then eventually with that dedication, the practice, you then reach a point of unconscious competence where your skill becomes that natural part of your entrepreneurial toolkit. And it's such an incredible feeling of being able to go, yeah, this is where I am. I'm at number four. But also it's very 
it, it's very important that you're able to be so freaking aware of yourself and so grounded that you can easily then go back up to number two and not create any judgment around it and not create, oh, I, I should be at this or I should be at that. No, I am in two and three most of the time when it comes to Spanish. <laughs> I'm nowhere at four and I'm nowhere at one. But I have been in two and three for a long, long time now. I have been married six years. So it would have been seven years ago that I come out of stage one and went into stage two and then actually learned Spanish. I got myself a tutor. I was doing the apps, reading, studying, made it a massive priority in my life so I could do my speech at my wedding in Spanish. So it's probably, yeah, probably been six years, seven years that I have been in between two and three. No judgment here. <laughs> I will let you know. I'll actually do a podcast all in Spanish when I get to number four. How about that? <laughs> and what I love is that my clients go through this exact same process before, during, and after conscious coach. So stage one, they're unaware of what's actually missing in their business. Like they don't have any idea that conscious coach learning this modality could actually completely shift them to the next level and then stage two the conscious incompetence they're reading my posts they're reading my emails they're watching they're hearing me speak about conscious coach they're going onto the sales page they're watching the testimonials from past clients they're seeing the power of this subconscious shifting that then makes you think ah i'm missing this i need to i, I need to learn this skill like i desire to have this skill Welcome to stage three, conscious competence. You join Conscious Coach. You're doing the weekly content. You're showing up to the cause. You're allowing me to do my work, my subconscious shifting by whispering sweet nothings into your subconscious mind. You are very aware of every step. Oh, I've got a thought. Okay, this is what I need to do next. Oh, I've got, I'm feeling this stuck emotion. Let me go into the podcast and do my Tasha's activations. Oh, I'm going to post into the Facebook group, my win. Oh, I'm going to jump on the call and share this with Tasha and the girls. Okay, so that you're in that conscious competence stage then welcome. When you graduate conscious coach, you then get into stage four, which is the unconscious competence and this subconscious shifting and, and taking back your power over any trigger that comes up happens without you even having to think hard about it. It just happens. You know, celebrating those consistent high cash months, celebrating the consistent clients coming in because you have been subconsciously shifting unconsciously. So it's happening without you even thinking. You've been in stage three. You've been immersing yourself in the experience. You've been going all in. You've been doing the work. You've lent into the growth, the challenging, the uncomfortable times. And then you step into stage four. Boom. All I'm going to say is link is in the show notes to come and join Conscious Coach. We start the end of this month. You will not regret it. And I am just so excited to go on this transformational journey with you inside Conscious Coach. Now, if you've got a particular question that you'd like to ask me about Conscious Coach, then just slide into my DMs over on the gram and let's have a chat there. I do love a voice note, which I think is actually really good. Just a quick side note is I've got so many fake accounts that try to pretend to be me. Nobody can pretend to be me if it's a voice note. So you will always know that it's me at the end of it if I give you a voice note. <laughs> so until then, I will see you the same time, same place next week.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tash Talks podcast. Do not forget to hit the follow button so that you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please do share it with your friends who need to hear this. And come on over and tag me over on Instagram. It's at Natasha Clark Coaching. It would mean the absolute world to me if you left me a review. This means that I can get this podcast out to as many badasses as I possibly can. And as a thank you from my heart to yours, I would love to send you a gift. So make sure you take a screenshot of your review and send it over to my team, which is help at natashaclarkcoaching.com. I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. And remember, you are a freaking badass.